Life is precious, and we all have the opportunity of living it to the fullest. Unfortunately, so few of us know how to manage it all. How do we account for our opportunities? How do we account for our time? How do we account for our relationships, health, spirituality, homes, finances, influence, and careers? How do we account for the one life we have to live? I am so glad you asked. In this program, you will find answers to all of these questions and more. Welcome to the Account for Your Life podcast with your host, the healthy accountant himself, Jay Moore. What's happening, everybody? I want to welcome you back to another episode of the Account for Your Life podcast. This is Jay Moore, your healthy accountant, helping you to account for your life. What an awesome and incredible day. Here's what we're talking about today, how your experiences define your gift or even your gifts. So today I'm going to share with you uh, at least one story, but definitely one specific story where I can go back and look and say, what? That actually has helped me when it when in all actuality it did. So I want to share with you a story of, 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 of my young days. I think I was um, at the time 14. I was a freshman in high school and, um, you know, we went to a all- um, I guess it was African-American, um, you know, it, you would have to say historically black boarding school in the United States. There's not many of those um, in the, I think there's only two um, black boarding schools or African, well, yeah, black boarding schools in the United States. And I went to one of them um, on the name of the school is Pine Forge Academy. And this, this, this school was the, I guess it was where everything was started, right? Because, because prior to Prior to there, you know, you know, 13, living in Newark, New Jersey, I talked about my humble beginnings and living in Newark. And, you know, I, I didn't know I didn't know exactly where I was going, just like you may not know exactly where you're going when you're 12 and 13 years old. We may have chosen like we choose. Oh, I think I want to go into this field. What field did you choose when you initially got to high school or what were you thinking you would do in your life? And for me, it was being a doctor. Oh, I'm going to be a doctor. And to that point, I probably still had a desire to be a doctor. Um, it wasn't something that I was actually thinking about, but that was what I originally said. But here it is. I'm 13, 14 years old. Um, and basketball was the thing. <laughs> basketball was the thing. That's, the, that's pretty much how we spent our time. And look, when I got there, we didn't have a gymnasium. We only look. We only had an outside. There was an outside basketball court, and we'd play in the cold. And I remember trying out for the junior varsity team. I'm a freshman, and me and my roommate from um, uh, roommate, his name's Eddie, Eddie Roberts. We grew up together, and we were both trying out for the team. Man, look, look. I wanted to be on the team. He wanted to be on the team. Now we were freshmen, right? And it was going to be tough, man, because there were sophomores, there were juniors who were also trying out, and we didn't make the team. <laughs> we did not make the team. And I was kind of bummed out on it because, you know, you know, basketball was something that I was really getting into. Um, it wasn't it wasn't quite the love that it became, but it was like like it was there because that's what everybody did in the off time on Sundays. That's what we did. But but throughout that first semester, here's what we saw. There was a building being built. It was the gym. 
the gymnasium was being built. And I remember we was just like, we were salivating. We were like, man, I can't wait till that gymnasium come out. I'm talking, we were watching. We got to look inside. Oh, they're putting the floor down. Oh my goodness. Oh, it looks like, it looks like the fiberglass backboards have been put in. Wow. It looks like, it looks, hey, good morning. How are you, PB? Uh, it looks like the, um, you know, um, you know, all of the, you know, the little bleachers, they were bringing those in. We could see the stage and, you know, I think we may have snuck in and walked around and says, wow, we're going to be able to play in this gymnasium. It was like, it was a surreal feeling because the school had been in, been around for, I think, 40 years at that time. No, no gymnasium. I want you to think about how serious this is. And now finally, it's my freshman year. But we had to spend a whole first half of the year from, from, from August until January before that gymnasium opened. I remember we came back from Christmas vacation and the gymnasium opened. You, you just don't know the elation that, that all the young men, everybody, you know, but especially the guys, because that's all we did was play basketball. I mean, I mean it was a... It was a basketball court, basically. You had that that basketball court on the side, but they had one main basketball court, and that's what we did. And during that semester, during that semester, they they would start what 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 everybody knows as intramurals, where if you didn't make the basketball team, we're gonna have a league so that everybody could play. So for people like me and my roommate, and even the folks that was on the team and stuff. There was going to be a league. There, there was going to be an opportunity for us all to play. Now, here's the thing. Up to this point, up to this point, I'm going to tell you what I did discover um, in that first year. I discovered that I had a knack for cutting hair. And I talked about that earlier this week where, where I just looked and saw a clipper and said, I can do it. And I started doing it. Now, basketball is a little bit different because you can... You can say, oh, I can shoot the ball. When you get out there, you realize, wait a second, uh, this, it takes a little bit more than that. But I had been playing basketball, you know, prior to getting getting there. So I knew how to play. Now, I wasn't I might have been good enough to make JV. I think I was good enough to make JV. You know, and I'm going to share this story with you. That's going to help you to understand what I mean by that. I may have been good enough to make JV. I was just a freshman. Right. So as a freshman, upperclassmen was going to get the best of you when it came to certain things. And so I did not make the team. And so here it is. Intramurals came and I got picked up a good a good a good friend of mine. He was a senior. So this a lot of times the seniors got to pick the teams. And I got picked up by one of the seniors. His name's Andre Nickens. And Andre picked me up because Andre used to like me. He says, man. He says, man, he's kind of good, man. He can play. Um, you know, I was a left-hander. And back in those days, you didn't see too many left-handed basketball players. A lot of times left-handed players didn't play. And so here it is. I'm left-handed. He's like, man, he can shoot. And picked me up. And Intermules is going great. And we're in the playoffs. I'm going to fast forward because, you know, the league went well. We made the playoffs and everybody's in. And, and, and our team was playing against this other team. A good friend of mine's name is Keith Gutierrez. Keith is on that team. Now, here's the thing. My roommate was on the opposite team. Yo, it was, it was so cool, right? Because my roommate's on the opposite team. And we basically had to play against each other. See, guys, when it comes to your gift, here's, here's the interesting thing. You're going to be, you're going to be, you're going to be lined up against people you love. 
when it comes to your gift. You're going to you're going to have to actually it's not that you have to be say that you're better than them, but you may have to outdo people that you like and you love. And you may have to wind up. You may wind up because you got to take your spot. You have to stand up. Look, everybody's not going in the same place. Everybody can't do the same things. Everybody's not going to get the same accolades. Everybody's gifts are different. And when your gift has to be put 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 before kings is what they say. Your gift maketh room for you and, and, and will bring you before great men. Then that means that you have to do what you have to do to make it happen. And that game, we were in this game. It was a tight game. I'm talking about it was back and forth, back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. You know, I can't remember how many points I scored, but I, I'm sure I was scoring some points. And my roommate scored some points and we were going at it. And the game came down to a few seconds. Now, here's the thing. Sometimes you get a glimpse. You get a glimpse of who you can be in a moment. You think about this. See, even before your gift is fully manifested, you get a glimpse. When 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 I learned how to cut hair, I got a glimpse before before I knew that it was me. I got a glimpse where I had a razor in my hand and I and I and I gave myself an edge up. I was like, that seemed pretty simple. I can I can do the edge up thing. And I did it with a razor. So when I saw when I saw the clippers in the room of one of my um, um, freshman buddies, I said, I can cut hair. Give, let me cut your hair. You don't know what you're doing. Look at your hair. It's all messed up. Let me do it for you. And my gift showed up. I had a natural proclivity. Of, of of actually looking at someone's head and could see what they said. Oh, I want it like this. You want the box haircut with the fade? I got you, man. Fade it out. Give them square it off. All that good stuff. And it just grew and grew and grew because I just kept doing it over and over. So here it is. We're in this game now. And up to this point, up to this point, you know, I didn't really, I didn't really understand. I didn't know where I was going with this basketball thing. I was short. Like today I'm 6'3". Um, you know, so when I step into a room, folks say, oh, you were, you're taller than I expected. Oh my goodness, you're kind of, and, and at 50 years old, when I get around other people that are my age, a lot of times they say, Jay, you're still growing? Like, how can you still be growing? Well, here's the thing. It's not that I'm still growing. It's that I'm I'm keeping my body young. <laughs> I keep my body young by, by going to the gym. That's where I, I just came from the gym. I, I go to the gym and I keep my body going because I realize that that's one of my first gifts. Your body is a gift. When you lose, when you if you were to lose your bicep, if you were to lose a knee, if you were to lose a hip, if you were to lose a finger, whatever it is, your, your body is a gift. So you actually, in order to steward your body, You've got to do things with your body. So when people see me, they says, man, like, man, how do you do it? I don't know. You can do it, too. I just I just remove the excuses like I, I could have an excuse every morning at six o'clock and I can say, oh, no, oh, no, oh, no, 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 no. Oh, no, I'm not going to the gym. Oh, no, no, no. But I'm, I'm going to the gym, even though it, it's painful sometimes when I got to run those miles. So here it is. You get a glimpse of your gift. Now, but check this out. Check this out. That game comes that I'm not in seconds left. I'm a freshman. I'm 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 the only freshman on this team. I want you to think about this. I'm the only freshman on this team. And the main guy is a senior. He's one of the he uh, he was on varsity. He was on the varsity basketball team. And 
maybe like five, six seconds left in the game. And for some reason, something said to me, you are going to hit, you're going to make the last shot. I said, I am going to make the last shot. I was, there was no doubt in my mind that I would make this last shot, but I would have to get the ball, right? How, how is the freshman who's not the leading scorer, who's not the main player, going to get the ball and score the basket? I don't know. My body language must have said something that day. I said, I must have had a look on my face because I believe my friend Andre Nickens, he, had, he passed me the ball. There was only seconds left. And I had to go through my roommate, which is my best friend. I get the ball, seconds left. I know exactly where I'm going. See guys, when you see like Michael Jordan, Kobe Bryant, LeBron, anybody that hits a last shot, anybody that does something, they know what they're going to do before they do it. They could see it happening. So, so when I saw Michael Jordan hit his last shot in 1998 against the Utah Jazz, I said, Wow, he's he thought he knew exactly what shot he was going to shoot. He's running up the court. He saw it before it happened. That's why it went in. See, there's not nothing happens just because we willed it. Sometimes, sometimes, sometimes it, that those last shots are lucky, right? Um, um, Toronto Raptors was playing. Uh, they were playing the Philadelphia 76ers, I, I believe, in 2019 or 2018, whichever year that was. I think it was 19. And Kawhi Leonard gets the gets a shot. Now, now he probably saw what shot he was going to shoot, but the way it went in looked luck. It was it 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 hit the rim, bounced up, and then went in, which never happens. But here it was. I could see this shot going in. I don't know. They did not run a play for me. I just went to go get the ball. I had confidence. My body language had persuaded the individual with the ball to give me the ball. And they gave it to me. Now, here's the thing. When your moment comes, are you going to fold? Are you going to say to yourself, oh, my goodness, everything didn't line up? I was actually just in the moment. I just knew that this was my opportunity to make a shot that I believed I could make. Now, if I would have missed a shot, I would still believe I could make it because I missed shots at the end of the game. But this particular time was the was the this is the first time this is happening to me. I get the ball. My roommate's in front of me. I make a move. I take a couple of dribbles and I shoot it in his face. And all I saw was the ball going in and the ball just goes in and then the clock runs out. And I said to myself, I knew that would happen. See guys, your gift, your gift is built on experiences. Your gift is built on you realizing that every experience builds on every experience and every experience will, will, will help your gift to grow that day. My confidence in myself grew. See, if we don't have confidence in ourselves, there's no way you can take your gift to the world because no one, no one wants an unconfident person saying they can do something or acting like they can do something. You have to be fully confident whether someone likes it or not. And that day when I made that shot, it's so funny because 
for years and years, it was so funny because uh, my friend Keith Cotrere, which was on that team, and we put his team out of the playoffs that day. Now, we didn't go on to win the championship. We wound up losing the next round. But that day, he said, he says, man, he says, man, I can't believe Eddie let you make that shot. I said, Eddie didn't let me make that shot. Eddie, Eddie was just, Eddie was in my way. And I made the shot. It just so happened that he was my roommate, my friend, but I still made it. And there was no time left. Nobody got a chance to make another shot except me that day. So guys, guys, when it comes to your gifts, realize that there's going to be experiences that come up in your life. Good. Now, I just gave you some good, a good experience. Maybe, maybe I'll have a bad experience for you tomorrow, the day after. But the bad experiences also come. And when those bad experiences come, then what we have to do is realize that those experiences are helping us to create a callus, helping us to create a situation in ourselves where we can actually grow from it. So whether it's a good experience or a bad experience, use these experiences so that you can look at yourself and say, you know what? My gift maketh room for me and it takes me before great men. So guys, I thank you for joining me for this episode of the Account for Life podcast. I'm Jay Moore. I'm your healthy accountant. I hope you to account for life. God bless. And I will see you on the next episode. Peace.